This is CliffCentral.com. CliffCentral.com. And this is uh, CliffCentral.com. My name is Alan Ford. And, you know, generally it's, uh, it's that time of the week between two femmes. But you got one beautiful man. And no ladies today, but I tell you, we've got a show all about food, glorious food. You know, Duncan, coming to this time of the year, my brother, we in South Africa celebrate great restaurants, great people, and great food. Now, the earlier show today we did on The Unview with Sumizi, we spoke to Abigail Donnelly about uh, the Eat Out Awards. They're really huge. Mm. They're big. But uh, I really tell you, I've traveled all over the world. I'm not the smallest guy, as you know. And uh, I had the pleasure to eat in some of the finest restaurants, uh, on some of the finest champagne farms. Um, been to Napa Valley to, to, to really experience in some of the top metropolitan cities great food. And I tell you, in particular, the food in Cape Town is up there with the best of them. I'm not saying Joburg's, Joburg's bad, but you've often heard me say to Sumizio, I've, I've said this a number of times, and Joburg, I think, lacks a bit of stuff and I think needs a mm. bit of magic. So um, the the between two femmes, what we're going to be looking at in the next couple of weeks is food, glorious food, and leading up to some of the best food experiences that we can have in South Africa, things that we can be proud of, great restaurants, great wine, great drink. Like let's today we'll talk about whiskey. We'll be talking about beach clubs, for example. We'll talk about catering. And how you cater for a function. And we're going to even have a celebrity on the show called Jay something from Mikasa, who's so cool. Because Jay went to a restaurant in Johannesburg and did something which I thought was quite phenomenal this week. And he created a menu and raised funds for the food bank. And that's to help feed people, which is really cool. So um, there's lots to talk about in today's show. But I also want to hear from you. Because this is where you can... SMS us, you can call us and you can get a hold of us. And what I'd love you to do uh, in today's show is, firstly, if you own a restaurant and you want to give it a punt, you kind of can. If you love great food and there's a place that really takes your breath away in South Africa, and we all love good food, um, I want to hear from you. So give us a call on 0861 555 That's 0861-555-189. Um, you can also get a hold of us on Twitter or on Facebook. Uh, you can WeChat ID. We take all your messages. And, yeah, that's what this is all about. My name is Alan Ford. It's good to be with you. They used to call me Chubby back on the day. Yeah. Hey, boy. Yeah. And that's because I like food. So as one goes, uh, food, glorious food, and that's what we're talking about. Well, I- I've got to say today's uh, today's quite uh, Special because uh, we've got some great guests on and we'll, we'll chat to them throughout the course of the hour, but we want to hear from you. I uh, also might have a few prizes up for grabs. You never, you never know what you're going to get here when it's uh, on cliffcentral.com. Uh, um, so I went off to a, an experience in Cape Town. And Duncan, I've got to tell you, you know, when you have a food orgasm, have you ever had a food orgasm? Uh, no, <laughs> explain okay. that. All right, let me explain it to you. A food orgasm is when, <laughs> and I love sex, I really do, but when you can proudly say, <laughs> I will give up sex tonight for this food. Really? Yeah. Your mouth waters. It, it is so good, Yeah. okay, that you are, you are blown away, that your mouth has, your, your, your mouth actually has an orgasm. 
the, the flavors. I'm, I'm being dead. It, 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 fat no, people no, problems. It's not fat people problems. It is so good. This is how you become winning chef. This is how you how you end up, you know, really winning top awards. Okay, all over the world, and and we call them Michelin star chefs. We don't have those awards in South Africa, but but we've but. It was an incredible experience. So I get off, go off to Cape Town. I take two very special guests with me, and we go off to the greenhouse in Constantia. And what ends up happening is we sit down to have what they call their pairing menu. Now, they have a five-course menu, and they have a seven-course menu. And, of course, I'm difficult, so I went for the six-course yeah. uh, because I wanted the cheese course because I think that that's uh, really, really cool. And I had an absolute orgasm. In every single course And I'm going to tell you about it As we go through it But Peter Tempelhoff Who's a star executive chef With the Liz McGrath collection Well he's a born cook He is absolutely exceptional in every way. He's won chef of the year Or restaurant of the year You know a number of times And I've been up there With the best of them And I've got him on the line Because I thought To start a show on Food Glorious Food If this man does not win the restaurant of the year. I am a monkey's uncle. So please don't call me a monkey's uncle. On the line, we've got Peter Templehoff. Peter, welcome to the show and thank you for making the time. But it was an exceptional gastronomical experience. Jeez. Hey, Alan, how's it going? I didn't realize you enjoyed it that much. Um, Peter, I did. That was quite a compliment, I must say. <laughs> Peter, thanks. You know, you, know, it's not a, you know, it's not about blowing steam. Or wind up someone's behind. Yeah. It's it's about going. You know, I, I went to Madame Zingara last night, mm. and I couldn't believe the talent. The food is very good, but I couldn't believe the talent on the stage. And what a wonderful evening experience! That I turned around and said to to a bunch of people, "If you've got to save your money once a year for a special experience to do it, do it." And when I I, I went to the greenhouse, I said the same thing. That if you, if you, you know, perhaps you can't go there once a week. I'm sure, Peter, you, first you won't get in there once a week because it's packed. But, but if you really want to have an experience where you're blown away and you, you're going to make your wife special, you're going to propose, this is the place to take someone. Peter, first and foremost, what inspires your food? And we're going to go through some of the stuff in the menu in a moment, but what inspires your food? Um, we extract our inspiration from. Yeah, many things, Alan. You know, we we're ingredient we're an ingredient based restaurant. We're fully connected to the seasons. You know, we're inspired by South Africa and our culture. You know, and just little things. You know, we try and get inspiration from all around us. But I think the one thing that is really we'd really strive to do is make that connection between the food and the guest. And we really try and make it an evening of almost theater, um, theater on a plate. And we try and make the food interactive, as you've seen in the restaurant. We, we get you involved in the cooking and in the, the, well, the eating in the, of the meal. In, and that's what I love, because from the, from the bread right through to the little dips and the butters that you're going to have with the bread, mm. to the starters, to the uh, uh, Amish bush, to the, to the pre-desserts, to, to absolutely every part of it. And then the pairing. I love the fact that 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 the sommelier and he, he kept saying, you know, guys, I'm I'm not a qualified. I said, my goodness, the way he presented it, he was he beat a lot of qualified sommeliers, but he was brilliant. And I've got to I've got to give it to him because it's lovely to see people that are that make wine compatible, yeah. because a lot of the time people are scared. 
You know, we people are not, you know, we, we can pretend to be learned and go, oh, I know what this is. No, we don't. You know, a lot of people just don't. So you need to be told, taste this. This is going to be, you know, this is excellent with this and try this. And, and I love that, that that was the experience. Now, I, I'm going to read some of the things on the menu. Now, now, you start off with the duck, the ostrich, and the big num num. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's famous. Uh, I mean, it's just smoked duck, full beer, liver. I mean, it's mushroom flavors. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, then, that, just, that just kind of evolved. You know, the name comes from a childhood story that I read my kids where they, it's kind of worded like that. But it's just sort of a play on South African ingredients where we're trying to get as much umami flavor and sweetness into um, the ingredients to complement the duck. The duck. Tell us about the pork sandwich. The pork yeah, sandwich. so that's kind of a new one. We took a pork belly, and mm. most people take the crackling, the pork skin off and crackle it up and serve it with it, which gives a good texture. We thought we'd lose the pork skin, and we, we cooked it really soft. You could almost stick your finger through the pork, mm. and then we've bread a bit, we've uh, sort of sandwiched it between two thin pieces of bread, and we've crisped them up. Seriously? So it's like a little mini, so it's only a bite-sized thing, really, and then we served it with langoustine. So it's bringing the sea and the, and the, and the, the field and the ocean together. And then we got, for the ocean, we got the samphire, which is obviously estuary grass. And then we got the asparagus, which is the land asparagus. So it's I, just a, a play on two, two elements there. I've got to tell you, now, I don't eat meat or chicken, and, but I, I like to see what other people eat. Um, yeah. But the pal- palamon is quite an unusual thing to get. But again, divine. And tell me, I, I mean, I love it. You had three different spaghettis in there. Yeah. We, we had Seriously? Sea, yeah, we had sea spaghetti, which is a type of seaweed. It looks like a linguine. Mm-hmm. Um, we had cucumber spaghetti, which obviously cut a cucumber long into long strips. And then we had soba noodles, which is a buckwheat noodle. <laughs> it was, it's absolutely incredible. We'll talk about the wines in a second. And then, of course, you got the pre-dessert. We'll discuss the actual desserts. But I, I, I happened to, to do something because I, I went for the cheese, four degrees of cheese. Now, mm. I've got to explain this. <laughs> and, Peter, this is... I really have had the pleasure to eat all over the world. But your cheese, ice cream, and the Parmesan cracker, <laughs> listen to me, is the last meal I'm going to ask on earth. That's quite crazy. <laughs> no, that is crazy. Okay? I put it's it up. after you have sex or before. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, and I really like sex, but I might just give it for a while. <laughs> it was, it's, 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 it's Huguenot cheese. It's three different cheeses, but it's it is nothing like you've seen before. Mm. Take us through some of some of the magic of that cheese board. Yeah, well, that cheese courses um, is we developed it based around one cheese, which was the Huguenot by Dalewood, and it's South Africa's most award-winning and most iconic cheese. It's almost an indigenous cheese, and in that nowhere else in the world do you have the same style cheese except here because it's made from a Jersey herd in Stellenbosch, mm-hmm. and it's made in a, almost a Gruyere style but it's not quite. So it's also the biggest wheel in South Africa. It's 22 kilos for this huge head of cheese. We buy the huge head, and we do them four different ways. Well, actually, we did five different ways, but at four different temperatures. So you experience the cheese from hot to frozen, and the flavor of the cheese is quite amazing how it changes at these different temperatures as you you experienced it. So we've got a souffle out the oven, which is at 56 degrees. We have a, like a, the rose, which is a six-month-old Huguenot, which is just naturally um, turned on a machine that makes it kind of light, it lightens it up a bit. And then we have the the parf, sorry, the panna cotta, yeah, just which is 
We have just got some, yeah, it's just grated, really simple. That's just cheese and cream. And the last one is the ice cream, which again is just cheese, cream, and sugar. (laughs) You know, so if you taste this thing from one side to the other, the the flavor is amazing how it changes. And we obviously do do the bread at the table as well for you. Peter, I'm I'm coming for more. It's it's, it's incredible. you know, it's set in Constantia in the valley. It's so beautiful. It's the most, one of the most historic regions of South, of South Africa. Um, uh, added to that, you know, it's wooden deck tables. It's leather clad chairs. It's, it's light eclectic pieces. It's, it's, Peter, I, I, I was confused initially, but I get it now. I couldn't understand why it wasn't heavy tablecloths, heavy, Crystal, why didn't you go? Why was it zen and simple? Why did you pick that? We had tablecloths before, Alan. Mm -hmm. I remember. It dates the place. It dates the food. It dates the room. Tablecloths are out of fashion now. Mm. They really are. And we thought the food was moving faster than the the interior of the restaurant. And we had to modernize it. And the way the world is going nowadays is just dumbing down all that fanciness and the pomp and focusing more on the food. And you'd be amazed to see the difference if you put a plate of food on a dark table really? as opposed to a white tablecloth. Yeah, the food pops. The colors pop. Okay, so and, then, and I, would, I would imagine also that you're not looking at so much clutter and you're probably just focusing on the beautiful... Because the presentations make... Is, yeah, because the, pe- the people on the food okay. bring the room color. Because if you notice, everything around is sort of grays and... And oyster colors and light mm. browns. That's, that's yeah, that's, that's exactly yeah, what I Yeah, then the saying. food pops on the table, the guests pop. Mm. You know, we only, we only have one little purple flower on the table. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite zen. I thought this is very interesting because, you know, it's you, cause you're expecting, Chris. And then I thought, well, and, I, and I'd experienced this before, but, it, you know, once we had sat down, it was just, uh, yeah, it was, it was quite an experience. Yeah, um, awesome. Uh, Peter, I, I want to discuss um, two other things that you did. The beer, crisps, and pet, pretzels. <laughs> okay, now hold on. This is crazy. Yeah, that's a play on my. Well, that I is a, a, a genius. A nod to my years spent in the pubs. Well, clearly, um, <laughs> clearly, Mr. Pub, we get it. Yeah, but, so I, we made it. Sorry, I thought that was really clever. Um, I couldn't believe how how it arrived. It was delicious. It was one of the nicest. I couldn't believe that you made crisp, crisps, crisp, crisp custard. Yeah, we made a crisp custard. Crisp custard. We made yeah. We made a pretzel crumble. I know. And then a beer gelato, and like a, an ice cream with honey eggs. I just thought, I thought, really, uh, just a brilliant plan. And then, of course, your desserts, the Nutella banana pancake. And I, I like the fact that you had samp milk and honey as a as another. But but it's so deconstructed. It's so clever. Peter, again, I, I you know, if I was voting, you'd get the restaurant of the year. I, Thanks, I, I was blown away. Buy it, and I've been blown away by your food for years. Um, and I know that you've that it's nice to experience because you oversee the whole group, so it's nice to also go to some of the other restaurants um, mm. within the group. So you go off to the Marine, or you go off to uh, you know the Plenberg. And and again, I've eaten all the at all the restaurants, and it's great to see that you know your 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 while you're while you're they're very different. You have a trend that that definitely follows through across the board. Tell me, Peter. For you, what is that trend in food, and how do we rate, and how we, how do we rate worldwide? Trend in food right now, I think, is primal cooking. You know, people getting back to their roots. You know, getting back to fermentation and ancient customs of food preparation. You know, cooking on fires and ember, embers and smoke and. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, the old the old cuts, the old cheaper cuts. Um, so that's trending now. It's been trending for a little while. Fermentation is huge. Malting is huge as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say we rate, we really do rate up there in terms of innovation and restaurant quality and obviously value for money. We're probably the best in the world. Um, yeah. But I think we are bubbling under to be one of the next food trends, I would think. But I think to get there, we'd need really to consolidate and get everybody in the industry together and be more focused on what we're trying to do, what we're trying to achieve, and how we put South African food and African food on the map. And I think we are, you know, like Mexico is really hot right now in the world. You know, it was previously, it was Scandinavia, then Spain before that, and Chile is also up there as well. And I think people are looking for these destinations around the world where they can come and they can experience different things to eat because 60% of the world's tourism People book their holidays based on their stomach, based on food, and, and, believe and, it or not. And that is true because it's – you've got to understand affordability is a very big part of, of travel. Absolutely. So all of a sudden, you know, you, you people pick trips um, on what they can afford. And so, you know, going to Japan, I'm going to say this is ridiculous. It's crazy. Mm. You know, going to France is hell of expensive. So you, you find a lot of – and I'm going to say I, I – I, I, you know, spend a lot of, lot of time in Constantia. Um, I, I stay there sometimes. So it's interesting to, to meet people and the guys say, gee, but the food's exceptional and it's up for nothing. Mm. And, and, and we have that disadvantage slash advantage. If, if it depends how you see it. Yeah. But I mean, that's why we can do it. Um, we're going to close the interview very quickly. We can't get a hold of Adam, but Adam Mason and you have collaborated to create two great wines, the Yardstick and Marvelous Wines. Um, yeah. and, and you paired not just these wines, other wines as well with with these great meals. Tell me about this collaboration between yourself and Adam. Yeah, Adam and I, um, you know, he used to be work at Plain Constantia in the Constantia Valley, obviously. Um, and we met there. I, I approached him and said, listen, Adam, I'm really keen to make a barrel of wine. I want some Pinot Noir from a tasting menu because the stuff around is so expensive I can't serve it by the glass. He's like, hell yeah, I'd love to work with you. We got... Two buckies. We went and got two bucky loads <laughs> oh, of grapes. Really? We drove them down to his cellar. We fermented them. We bottled them, and we actually produced quite a decent little pinot, which I then put on my tasting menu. And from there, it just grew. And he took a job at Mulder Bosch as the head winemaker there, mm-hmm. and we took the partnership there. And his, the guy who owns Mulder Bosch, his boss now, has actually bought into the company. Which so amazing. now we've got economies of scale, and the company has just grown exponentially, and we're exporting all over the world, America, Europe, um, overseas to Asia. And, of course, people can get it at the, the, their local wine stores. Yeah, just, you can find well, it at Pick and Pays and yeah. Macros. That's marvelous. The Yardstick is only at Ultra Liquor so far. And, and, and it's really it's affordable, which is great. I, I love the fact that good wines need to be more affordable, and we should Listen, be. go Christmas time. We've actually partnered up with Nomu Spices. And we've made a little tube, so we've got a, one, a red wine with, a, say, a Spanish spice in the tube and a little recipe for the same price as a bottle of wine, and they will be in pick and pays now. It is an amazing deal. Okay. The Nomu spice is like 45 bucks anyway. It is. So great. So, so, so that's, the, that's the deal. Peter, uh, I, I just want to say that I think your, your work is brilliant. Thanks, uh, it, Likewise, mate. It's, thank you. It's great to meet a, or to chat to a master chef. I, I, I look forward to hearing 
your success and your restaurant success at the Eat Out Awards. I don't, we don't know the results as yet. It's happening this Sunday. But I wish you the best. And uh, you and Adam continue the yardstick, the marvelous wines. And, of course, the greenhouse is absolutely superb. It also has – Peter's got the conservatory, the martini bar, the fern bar. He's got the seafood at the marine. He's got the pavilion. They've got the sunlight. They're busy. They've got lots of stuff. You know, they're, they're hectic. But the cool thing is if it's under your label, it's, it's great. Peter Temple, if I, if I could give you three Michelin stars, I would. I think, awesome, Alan. Thanks think, so much. Good to be on this show. And congratulations. You are food, glorious food, brother. Be good. <laughs> Thanks, my man. That Cheers is Peter there. Tempelhoff, the star executive chef of the Liz McGrath collection. Do not miss the greenhouse. It was exceptional. It is, it's a hot food org- orgasm and sex and food. Crazy. I will, I will confess, Alan, my mouth was watering. Man. I know you were. Hey? Flavors that I never thought and, would come, come together. And, that, and that's what it's about. Mm. Do you see what I would like to, you know, you know I want to do is I, I want to do something interesting. And I want to do something like this with Peter. I like to take People that aren't foodies, and I would like to take them on this type of experience hmm. and show them something that's going to blow their mind away. Even if it's weird. Even if it's something that you're not going to necessarily want to eat. It's something different. Hmm. Like a palamun. It's odd. A what? A palamun. Well, uh, is that a fruit? A palamun comes from the sea. It's a, it's a fish. Sea urchin, in some sense, yeah. Anyway, but, it's, but it's delicious. Anyway, this is uh, cliffcentral.com. This is Food Glorious Food. I'm Alan Ford, and of course, we're talking about some magical food experiences and wine experience and drink experiences, and, and we want to share them with you. And we want to hear from you so you can get hold of us. Of course, you can WeChat us and you can get hold of us on our lines. It's, uh, they're open, and we'd like to talk to you, and um, it's, it's what we're looking at today. Um, so I decided now, again, we, I don't mean to focus on the Cape. The, the Cape is exceptional. And as we go through the journey of food, I, I hope that we're going to find more magic because there are lots of other magical places mm-hmm. all over the country. And we'll, you know, I'll talk, we'll talk to, to Jay something in a moment about craft. And later on the show, we'll chat to Vicky Kreese about catering all over the country. We'll chat about some, some other things. But, but I've got to tell you that um, when it comes to maybe not such a when I'm not saying top food experience, a different food experience, but an entertainment food experience, have you heard of something called a beach club? No. Okay, so this is a French Riviera, Spanish Riviera type of concept. What happens is people go and they take their gowns and they go and lie at the beach overseas and there's a bar in the club and you pay to go into the club generally and there's a beautiful restaurant and there's you can have tuppers or snacks mm. on the beach and then what ends up happening is you you know they turn up the music they have a disco and you end up having a beach party as you go cool. to the beach it's cool huh? yeah yeah we have one in south africa actually we have two but we have one that's exceptional called shimmy beach club and it's the biggest rocking joint the biggest rocking joint listen to me in 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 africa okay and on the line to talk about their food and their experience, I've got Adrian Cook, whatever the right name. He's the executive chef of the Shimmy Beach Club. Adrian, welcome to the show. Good to have you with us. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, nice to be on your show. We, we're coming from award-winning chef Peter Tepelhoff to yourself because a very different experience and and an experience for for family, for the for the the upmarket eater, and for the casual eater, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Look, we've, we've got a, a lovely, beautiful beach area. Um, we've got a restaurant, a club, decks yeah. uh, overlooking the beach and uh, over the harbour. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a little bit of everything for everyone. Definitely. I arrive for lunch. I've got my towel. I've got my two kids. I've got 
I get, I, I rent my two benches, or you don't actually rent them, whatever. And I sit on the beach. What can, what, what should I be eating? What is a beach club experience? I know that this, this comes from Ibiza. It's kind of Ibiza meets Cape Town with style, Correct, sophistication, yeah. and premium entertainment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, the kids, there's a, a pool area, we've got a, a pool deck area where the kids can swim. We've got a all pairs and we've got a kids area where the kids can be busy while you're chilling out. You can... Now, so as you go through the experience, you know, it starts in the daytime. You know, you encourage people to sit at the pool that's on the beach. Do you, do you encourage that people stay and then, you know, change and then come and join you for dinner? What is the whole process of the, of a beach club? Hello? Are you there? Hello? Let's ah, we lost that. him there. Okay, let's get him back on the line. Anyway, so it's called Shimmy Beach Club, okay? And they've got a pool deck, they've got co- cocktail menus, they've got beautiful wineries. So fancy like gourmet pizzas. Yeah. Really, really cool. We'll get him back on the line in a second. But it's one of those, those interesting experiences, Duncan, because you kind of end up going there. You kind of then end up having goldfish play or Mikasa play, mm. um, a big DJ playing. You in your in your slops. Yeah. Think about it. Sounds like a dream. No, no. You in your beach trunks. Yeah, yeah. It's night time. It's now like. Pumping. Yeah, you're pumping. You're drinking mm. some beer. You're having a cocktail. The girl, the girl having a bit of champagne. Yeah. Is that sexy? Oh, it is. Man. You're having a bit of whiskey at the whiskey bar. Um, and then of course there's a formal section. So people that they want to dress in the formal section, it's also rather cool. So we sorry we lost you there, Adrian. You back on the line. Yeah, yeah, I'm back here. Thanks. Okay, sorry, we were talking to ourselves, and I don't know what happened there. Um, <laughs> it's called the Gremlins. We call them the Gremlins in the system. Um, Adrian, yeah, coming back, let's go through that experience. Take us through it. Yeah, so um, basically, you'll be sitting outside or lying on the sun beach right next to the glass swimming pool um, that you can chill at the beach. The beach is private area. Um, you can have uh, lunch inside the restaurant. All the second doors open up. We have a private lounge area. We have viewing decks in the top of the restaurant, the VIP area, and we have a green room. Um, so there's several different entities and facets uh, that we have. Um, we have the evening, uh, turns the club, uh, the lounge turns into a club. Um, and, of course, uh, it's parties. We've got a huge stage built, um, especially in-house. We have huge things. Um, one of our biggest events um, starts in December called Summer Calling. Um, and that it runs from Wednesday, uh, Thursdays through to Sundays. And then Sundays is uh, the legendary goldfish. That plays like every Sunday. It's massive. Adrian, what is that? Explain to me what Summer Calling is about. Is it about... Eating is it about is it is it culinary or is it drink based? I, I, I think that yeah we, we we marry both. Sorry, cut you short. Um, we we marry both. So come through in the afternoon, chilled lounge music playing, Ibiza kind of sunset music, mm. um, having a nice uh, having some nice meals, some sipping on cocktails, just relaxing. Really, really, it's a, it's an entire experience. You come here, you can have um, amazing food from the restaurant side. If you want something light, you go to the pool deck area. Um, we can seat hundreds of people. We can go up to 2,000 people. Um, and you can pick the venue that suits the mood you're in, literally. Uh, which is, I think, one of the nicest things. What are some of your signature dishes? Okay, let's go casual. What are the signature casual dishes that you say, this is what um, makes well, one of the, exceptional? Well, I think one of the most amazing things and the most popular dishes at the moment, um, by the sushi and the pizzas, which is always uh, very popular, mm. is a thing called the Moody Burger. Um, really? We actually we came up with it um, one day. Um, and basically what it is, it's, it's a, a burger on a fresh bun, a sesame bun, but it's got um, free-range um, beef that we get locally sourced from Steer, and then it's got um, feta and uh, jalapenos that's stuffed mm-hmm. into the actual burger, wrapped with bacon. On top of that is mature cheddar cheese, then we've got avocado, tzatziki, and toasted cumin. 
um, you know, goes with fries or a salad, and um, you know that's exceptional. People love that. The idea is summer menu. It's it's. I know that you can have a beautiful steak if you want to sit in the formal, but it, it's kind of keeping it light, light, casual sushi, pizza. Let's drink, Absolutely. let's have champagne. That's that's the vibe. Um, yeah, and then some etc. But I would imagine that that Adrian, you cannot with the with the premium market that you cater to, you can't mess up the food. And the food's got to be no, no. top quality. Absolutely, yes, it's absolutely of, of utmost point. I mean, it's the most important thing. It's what it keeps our locals coming back, um, and what keeps the internationals booking year after year. You know, you'll find that we always. I mean, this time of year is absolutely insane. Uh, today we're doing nearly over a thousand people. Um, so it's, you know, every day here, if you don't book early here, unfortunately, you won't get in. So the food is. An utmost focus. So we, we focus on fresh fish. Um, they're right here in the harbour. Mm-hmm. So we're very fortunate. Which is great. Because I know the, 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 the fish comes right out. The, 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 the fish comes right, right to them. Right <laughs> next door. Right next door. Right next door. I mean, you, right next door. You, you can't give... I mean, that, that is really, really cool. And, and I've got to just say this, and it's not really my take, but hey, the, the ladies are beautiful. The guys are hot. <laughs> oh, the beach is sexy. The, the I mean, booze not, flow. Not only the food sexy, but, but, the, but the company yeah. is always sexy. And Cape, Cape Town is, is very hot. I, I'm happy that I was able to do this because, because it, one is, is able to say in the Cape that you can go... To what I would believe to be a Michelin star restaurant like the Greenhouse, to then experience yeah. something that is absolutely entertainment in a different way, and if, oh, yes, if an experience of dining needs to be. It's, I don't believe it's, it's. Let's just go and have a five minute. That's not. That's not dining. That's just. It's eating. You know, it, it needs to be an experience, and that's why I was trying to make this this differentiate by, by saying. Those are two very special things to do, to be able to go to the greenhouse and then go off to, to then to the Shimmy Beach Club. Adrian, yeah, one yeah. other thing to close this, this interview. Uh, trends that you think we're seeing in casual summer food? Um, well, I think we're sticking to simple um, in, in the sense of fresh produce, but also um, like one of the items on our menu is a tool gazpacho. Now, gazpacho generally is, um, you know, your cucumbers and your tomato. So we, we're focusing on raw food. It's been processed and um, put through a process. It's crushed, and then we filter it. So it actually looks like water if you actually see it. Um, and all the flavor and the nutrients are out of the, the, the vegetables and the fruit into that soup, for example. So we stick to the, the raw flavors, and we create them and combine them to make them uh, fresh and vibey for the food. And I think that that's a big trend uh, globally right now, food deeper and all that sort of thing as well. That was Adrian Cook. Thank you for joining us. The executive chef of Shimmy Beach Club. Again, a different type of experience. We've gone from from from, from fine dining, well, uh, like you know, five star, just to something different. But uh, up next, and in a moment, we're going to chat to Dave from Strad. And Dave is the development chef, and this this is the king of food, in my one of the kings of food, to talk about trends in food, especially in different regions. Like what what are we seeing in in Johannesburg? What are we seeing in Durban? What are we seeing in the Eastern Cape? And what are we seeing in in, 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 in Cape Town in particular. Dave Van Straten, he's up next here on cliffcentral.com. I have a big company with many sites across Africa, each needing a hefty investment in hardware and software. And it's such a waste. So many resources are unused for most of the month. You need MTN Business Cloud powered by Microsoft technology. Our scalable solution enables you to manage your infrastructure, which allows you to buy exactly what you need. With a footprint covering over 23 countries, isn't it time you found out about the cloud solution built to build African businesses? Welcome to the new world of business. Christmas is on the way, and so is the happiest family event of the year. 
the Parkview Charity Christmas Market at the George Hay Park in Parkview from the 27th to the 29th of November. The Christmas Market is a weekend of fun, unique arts and crafts, brilliant gift ideas, kids' fun galore, big screen sports, a beer tent, and a champagne and oyster bar with continual live music. Parkview Christmas Market for a great time with all proceeds going to charity. This is CliffCentral.com. And we're talking food, glorious food between two flames. Yeah, food, glorious food today. Uh, my name is Alan Ford. It's good to be with you. Of course, you can podcast us and, uh, yeah, we can join us. We join we, with us live and uh, we, we'll be trending great food here for you today. But I've got to tell you, Dave from Stratton, who not only is a TV chef, who did Chopped, top guy, knows what he's doing. He's also a development chef for Soho Sun and kind of knows a lot about food trends. Dave, thank you for joining us. And uh, you're a food master. Welcome to the show. How are you doing, man? Good, thank you, Davey, What are we seeing? Uh, well, you know, you 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 oversee the hotels, the development in terms of, I mean, uh, uh, hundreds of hotels. What are we seeing in food trends generally? Food trends generally, um, I you know what's happening is people are moving more towards local, starting to become prouder of of who we are and what we are. Mm-hmm. Starting to get our own little zone, stopping this whole Eurocentric, let's copy everyone. Um, yeah, it's essentially trying to get back to the basics of food, you know, don't don't change it, assist it, you know. So if you've got perfect produce, assist it into make it a more pal- palatable, show, showcase it for what it is. Um, yeah, and look for, look for great ingredients. Look for local ingredients, source locally, and be proud of it. You know, I think times that we needed to follow trends and try to be somebody else or some other nation is is, is gone. You know, we need to stop being proud of ourselves. And, we, and we're seeing it. You know, Dave, we're seeing on Food Network, we're seeing people like Jenny Morris. We're seeing people like Siba. We're seeing, we're seeing South Africa uh, kind of, you know, they're entering the market on an international scale. I'm not saying we haven't been there, but also publicly in terms of what we're seeing in the media, which I think is really quite cool because we, we're seeing our, our local stuff, a Cabo Joe, or, uh, you know, we, we've seen Karoo Lamb, which is quite interesting. Uh, have you found regionally, though, our food trends are different? A little bit, you know. Um, I think if you look at Durban, for example, I spent quite a long time in Durban. Mm. love Durban. It's very chill, um, but it comes through in the cuisine as well. Uh, but the, the Durban people would prefer a larger portion, you know. In uh, and and again, it's generalisation. Really? You know, I, I hate generalisation. No, generalising, yeah, but it's, it's, yeah. essentially, you go to a menu and you try and serve a little tasting meal. People are, yeah, are going <laughs> to, yeah, they're not going to be that yeah, happy. Durban, you know? what's that? Yeah, got it. <laughs> Bit of a chow, you know. Give us a chow, bro. Give us a chow, um, man. <laughs> got it. Yeah, like, of course. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, I, I get it. I get it. Um, Cape Town, what are we seeing there? More Well, Cape, well I, I think Cape Town's the African food maker. Your opinion? Absolutely. You know, you, you've got your um, uh, t- uh, test kitchens with Luke. You know, and Luke is, is trending internationally. I mean, it's not, not even only in South Africa. People mm. around the world know about Luke Dale Robertson t- uh, test kitchen. Mm. Um, but then you've got gems like... Uh, if you go to Bertus Busson um, at Overture, I mean, Bertus is serving real South African food, and he stands up and he proudly announces it. Yeah. Um, if you go to uh, Le Cotier Francais with Macho, uh, one of the best meals I had last year, or this, this past year, was an African-inspired meal, and 
there wasn't couscous anywhere on the menu. It was all <laughs> South African. Okay. I mean, the best dish was perlimun and sour fig dressing. Okay, you know, yeah, it you reminded see, me of Cape Point. Yeah, actually, it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Which is really, which is really cool. And then, of course, of course, the Cape is able to 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 bring the wines into it, which is different to to what you're seeing in the rest of the country. I mean, that's a fact. I mean, at least jo- in a Joburg, we have, we love our whiskey tastings um, with with our foods. Cape Town is more wine, more wine oriented in some some respects. Um, Joburg foods, what are we what are we seeing in Johannesburg? Uh, Joburg, you know, they it's an interesting and- city because there's the money here, but we don't we're not seeing. You're not seeing New York City food, in some respects. But, you know, you, you do occasionally. You know, occasionally, you, uh, yeah. Yeah, you look at the facts, and I mean, Dave's doing amazing things there, and he's he's, yeah. he's setting trends. He's not he's not following. But then I find, and I'm not going to mention any names because I'll probably get shot, and I'll never be allowed in Joburg anymore. But a lot of guys are copying. You know, they they'll take a bit of everything else, and they'll they'll try and make it cosmopolitan. It is a cosmopolitan vibe, I find, in Joburg. You know, things need to... The, the pace is much hectic, much more hectic. Availability of everything is in Joburg. I mean, sometimes it's easier to get fresh fish in Joburg than in Cape Town, believe it or not. Yeah. You know, because they've got systems in place. It's a commercial environment. It needs to move fast. So, you know, you've got great produce, and the restaurants are great. They really are. I just find that in, in Cape Town, they... They're a little bit more secure with themselves. They're not trying to follow a trend. They're they're setting it. They're doing it. They say, "This is who I am. I'm proud of who I am. Come and, you know, this is me exposed." And and that's that's pretty much the way I feel. You know? Dave, your top five restaurants in. I, mean, I love to throw you in the pot. We've got to do it. We've got to do it. Come on, we've got to do it. Dave's top five restaurants. It's Dave from Stratton. I mean, you are you are a chef, chef extraordinaire. Throw, throw a couple our way. Okay, from from which region? I mean, wherever you want. I, you can, where, give it, give it, you can give us as many as you want. Where, where are we going to eat today? I don't want to be poncy or anything, but really, the best meal I ate last year was at Le Cotier, You know, the tasting room. Really, hey? at La, that La, meal La was just. It, it is fancy food. It is cutting edge, and she does use a whole lot of uh, clever techniques. But you know, talk about reversion to to, to past. You know, and, and understanding or seeing that she's understanding what a true South African taste is about, and that's where, where it was. But then, you know, overture is fantastic. Uh, uh, listen, we really are spoiled in Cape Town, so you know, yeah. I sound like I'm name dropping, but. Yeah. You know, <laughs> kitchen warehouse with uh, uh, down the road here in, in Bree Street. Really? Wow! You know, you go there and he tells you what you're eating. I, know, and I promise you, yeah. you're going to be happy. I'm sorry that I'm sorry yeah. we're sitting in Johannesburg doing this, but really, it's so exceptional uh, in in, yeah. in 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 Cape Town. Um, Dave, I, I'm yeah, we can chat to Justin Cohen in a moment about joy and the whole concept that the whole Johnny Walker team in terms of whiskey's come up with. But I, I you know. We've also moved away from let's go get a pizza and a burger and a and let's just slop it in uh, to a concept which I believe is mindful eating. That I would rather save up and go and have a phenomenal experience of food, a gastronomical experience, than just go and like, ugh, I'm going to eat at the same place and just have that same steak. You know, have we moved no, our mindsets? Definitely, absolutely. Um, I was at the talk away, and he put it into a, a very simple way: is that, you know, as a restaurateur or somebody in the food business, you know, uh, uh, no more is the guy down, the, the guy with the restaurant down the road from you your competitor. Every single person who 
eats has become an expert. You know, the, the education as far as the web is concerned, as far as television is concerned, everybody knows what Julien is, what a Ju is. You yeah. know, yes. so you are, we are now feeding and we're trying to appease a very educated client base. So these guys are coming in there and they know what it should taste like. They know what it should look like. If you've taken out of the bag, 90% of the time they say, listen, that's out of a bag. But they've probably made it themselves and they've mm. probably studied it and tried to perfect it as well. But you know, so, Dave, I, and I love that the media, DSTV in particular, has exposed us with programs like Chopped, like um, like Hell's Kitchen, to the, you know, yeah, to really putting it out there. Dave von Stralen, I love working with you. You are a chef extraordinaire. We had some of the best chefs on the show. Thank you for being with us today. No, it's an absolute pleasure. That's You're it, great. Man. That's Stephen Stratton from Sun, of course, uh, giving us an overall trend. And, of course, we can't forget your restaurants are great. And they are great across the board. Monte Cassino, you can go there. Cape Sun's all across the board. It's, it's really good. Thanks for joining us, Dave. Be good. Much Thanks. appreciated. Cheers, man. Bye. This is CliffCentral.com. My name is Alan Ford. And, of course, uh, we're talking food. A glorious, glorious food. It's excellent. Um, we've got... Uh, Something interesting coming up in a moment, and uh, we're going to be talk. We're going to chat uh, about um, something very interesting that's just happened. Dave's just left there, um, and this is. I found this quite interesting because because Justin Cohen, you know, you and I've spoken to Justin a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, we love Justin. We love Justin. I love Jux. Jux is cool, and we have him on the show. You remember we did that whole show about uh, about finding a new team. We did a whole thing on, on a number of stuff with Justin, and I've had him on so many shows over the years. But but this was quite interesting because I thought Brandhouse launched um, the. The Johnny Walker, well, their new concept, quite interesting, by, by talking about the concept of joy, which I think is, is, is rather interesting because it's kind of saying bring joy in your life. And I think the, the thought pattern is to be mindful about things that you do. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, don't just do it. So, all right, I'll give you an example. If I'm going to go out, why well, go out every night and have three pints of beer when you go out once a week and have for great beers or do you, do you get what I'm saying yeah. rather instead of eating a steak and a chips every night you know at the same restaurant why not go out and have a great meal once a week and then go and have a salad or eat at home you know that that's the type of thing it's, it's about mindful eating and I think making it special making the experience special and this is the whole thought pattern so I, I want to chat uh, I want to just chat to to these guys about most importantly what they're trying to say about Joyful consuming, and in particular, I like whiskey, which I think is really cool. So I've got Zumi in Jongwe on the line. Oh, correct. Well done, Annie. Zumi. Welcome. Hello. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. I, Can you hear me? I hear you, but you know this is weird because you know I'm usually pushing lines, but we're in a bus, so it's very cool. Zumi, what are you, what are we what are we telling people about the concept of joy? Right, guys. I mean, uh, we're so excited. Thanks for having us on the show. Such a um, pleasure. A lot, of, a lot of you guys will know um, Johnny Walker, and uh, mm. hopefully you do go drink it from time to time. I drink it. Uh, you know, the, 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 the special thing about Johnny Walker is that it has been a brand that's been in existence for close to about 200 years. And at the heart of what Johnny Walker stands for is this idea of progress, right? Everybody knows the striding man uh, and the keep walking tagline. 
Johnny Walker's philosophy has always been about celebrating people and acknowledging people who have progressed in their own journeys, whatever those journeys might be. Yeah, your journey is different mm. to mine, etc. And this idea is a universal idea and it's what has really, really catapulted the brand to being one, a leading, the leading Scotch brand in the world, not just South Africa, but the world. However, we've realized something recently, that the notion of progress has been outdated. What do I mean by that? When you look at our belief system as a society and a culture, uh, we've always believed that if you achieve success, whether that's through hard work, stamina, mm. you know, being tenacious, mm. and never say die attitude, uh, you know, that you will achieve success. And then following success, you'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. What we are saying and what we've discovered over time, and Justin will talk a lot about this, mm-hmm. is that that is not true. The truth of the matter is that if you are happy, you will be successful. So the formula has been inverted and it's been wrong. I mean, so where, did, where does this come from? This is not a marketing gimmick, yeah? Mm-hmm. When we think about the trends and what science is telling us mm-hmm. around this, many, many surveys uh, give uh, us a lot of data that tells us that more and more people in the world are feeling stressed. Every time you go on Facebook or social media, you see someone who's more successful than you, or at least that's what it seems like. Everybody's working longer and harder hours to try and achieve this elusive success that we all dream about because we all want to be happy. But when you look at the latest studies, like the Ipsos Global Trends Survey that was done last year in Mm -hmm. 2014, Mm. it shows that about half of the people in the world said that they feel a lot of pressure to be successful and to make money, right? I can, I can relate to that. Many people can relate to that. Mm-hmm. And actually, what we're finding is that in that stressful uh, situation that we're putting ourselves in, um, we are consistently looking to get to a destination that is going to lead us to happiness. And that by the way, that destination never comes because as soon as you achieve one thing, you know, you're on to the next. So in understanding, the, then there's a lot of study that Justin will touch on will show that when people are happy, and many studies have shown this, and he will quote some of them, when people are happy in what they're doing, actually, they are more likely to be successful. Why? Because it lowers their stress levels. Mm-hmm. It makes their journeys and their jobs and their, and their ambitions a lot more fun. Yeah. And so Johnny Walker is saying that, yes, we acknowledge that people want to progress. But we are saying that now let's do it through joy. Okay. So in being joyful every day, mm. joy will take you further. All right, and, and, and that really is the new campaign. Okay. And what I'm trying to understand, I think this is the important point, because the whole show today has been about speaking to top chefs around the country about, you know, a mindful way of doing things. And I think mindful eating and mindful consumption okay, of alcohol or drink or whatever it may be, can bring joy if it's done in the correct way. And that's why I want to bring Justin into this. Justin, welcome Mm. welcome to the show. Justin Cohen, top psychologist. Justin, you you and I often talk about mindfulness, and it's good to to talk. We've had some of the best restaurants, some of the best chefs on the show. And I I think something that's quite critical that I wanted to talk to you about was, isn't it wonderful to to see that, that, that people are shifting from just consuming and rather taking it 
in terms of, of, of joy to, to actually experiential stuff. Mm, mm, absolutely, Alan, and great to be with you and, and, and Zumi there, I think, really articulated exactly what this is all about. And, and you know, something that I just want to say, you know, when, when uh, they take one of the most iconic lines in branding, keep on walking, and reframe it to walk with joy, you know that there's been a seismic shift in the zeitgeist, mm. you know, and this obsession with the destination uh, is giving way to a joyful appreciation of the journey. And, th- and that's the difference here. You know, traditionally, human beings are very goal-focused. It's all about, you know, what is the next thing. And unfortunately, what we see is very high achievers who are actually not very happy. They've got all these things uh, in their lives that they've worked very hard to create. I'm not saying that they, that's always the case, but often that is the case. And there's, there's various reasons for that. But, but Alan, what, what you're referring to there, mm. of course, is this, this movement which is, is really exploding around the world, mindfulness. Uh, the, 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 see, the, the word that a... I, I use to describe mm. it is presence. And in fact, I've got what we call our five Ps to happiness. And presence, which is essentially mindfulness, is about being in the moment. So while our minds are very focused on the, on, on the future, and in fact, a lot of our suffering comes from worrying about the past or worrying about the future. Uh, it doesn't have to be suffering. I mean, it's also, mm. it can be quite fun mm. to think about the future as well. So I, I, I don't object to that. But what we're losing out on is this treasure in the moment. And of course, you refer to eating. And what we tend to do, again, we gobble down the food. We're not really thinking about yeah, it. We're we- thinking about something else. Our minds are wandering all over the place. And what we know from the research is that when your mind is wandering somewhere else, it's not focused in the moment, be that moment an interview with Alan Ford and Zumi, or be that moment a fresh, cool glass of water on this hot summer's day in Johannesburg, uh, if it's somewhere else, you're actually not as happy than if you really absorb. I mean, there's even a lovely study actually just came out a few weeks ago on dishwashing. Now, I mean, you think dishwashing, you know, that's a chore. It's not pleasant. Get it over with. Interestingly, when they actually, when you mindfully dishwash, which, which essentially is about getting present in the moment, actually uh, taking time to enjoy the, 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 the warm, soapy water on your skin, the feel of the porcelain plate. Uh, the, the texture of the dishcloth. Uh, mm. When you actually take time to experience that, what you find is massive increases in well-being, reduces in reductions in stress, and even increases in creativity when you actually mindfully dishwash. So you can really bring mindfulness to anything. Uh, it, it, it's about being in the present moment, and it has enormous benefits. You see, Justin, what I'm what I'm getting at is I'm saying. And what what I'm what I think our eating and drinking patterns need to shift, and let, and let me tell you in the joyful sense, and this is what I mean by it, is that I think we're quick to just stop and just grab a pizza, or mm. I, I can't tell you because it's, I'm I'm a bad I'm a bad example because sometimes you just go off and then you end up just. You don't even know how many shots you've had at the end of the night. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. You, instead of going, hell, uh, you know, I've had now a double, you know, Johnny Blue. That, that was fantastic with that meal. Or I went yeah, to, to yeah. the greenhouse or I went off to show me or, or whatever my experience. We're forgetting the experience of, 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 of it. And I think yeah. a, mindful, a mindful thing to do is, is to experience food. And experience drink, and I think that's where I think. And my anger I'm coming from is I'm saying joy can can it should be 
equated to that. And I hear you, but oh, I think yeah. often we're missing, we, I think we're missing that. Oh, yes, without a doubt. Alan, what we're doing is we're actually focusing on the wrong thing. For instance, one of the things that we know is that when the people think that their happiness is going to come when they uh, acquire a bunch of stuff, um, when they get all these status symbols, then they will be happy. In fact, what we know is that this obsession with consumerism is actually correlated with reductions in well-being because it's this hedonic treadmill. It's this, it never takes you any further. You, you actually don't go anywhere because the moment you, you, you've acquired some new label or car or thing, and there's nothing wrong with that. By the way, I love beautiful things, but, but there's always something more. And so it, it's this... So, so there's often a sense of disappointment. Now, what joy will take you further is saying, well, actually, there's always going to be more. Whatever you have, there's going to be something else along the way. And it's not the actual thing that you acquire. It's the journey. It's not, you know, we've all heard this. It's not the destination. It's the journey. Mm, How the can you it, yeah. be joyful? And again, and this is really yeah. point, what I love, this isn't about going and becoming a monk in the mountains and relinquishing the material world, you know. This is actually about what the research shows is that when you are joyful, just think about it. When you're passionate about what you do, you're more effective. Mm. I mean, when you're happy, you, 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 people want to be around you. They want to do business with you. They want to employ you. They want to promote you. In fact, we know research is absolutely uh, clear on this. Happy people sell 56% more. They're 31% more productive, 19% more accurate uh, when you actually give them a cost. So there's this direct correlation between our emotional well-being and our creativity and smart. And, and Justin, I thank you for joining because it, it's, uh, and I thank you know the team for being here today to talk about it because I just thought it was a great concept and I thought the experience of joy was a nice way to do consumption of food and 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 and, and liquor and I thought that's a clever way to do stuff is to kind of see it as a journey, as a as a three course meal and getting there. I, I thank you for joining us and that of course is psychologist and life coach uh, Justin Cohen who has been very often a guest and of course we've had on uh, Zumi uh, Njongwe who is uh, from uh, the head of Whiskey for Brand now. So I thank you for joining us and don't forget they're talking about the joyfulness concept that you see Walk With Joy that they're talking about uh, with the Johnny Walker brand I thank them for joining me now this is clipcentral.com we've had some fantastic things on the show we spoke about the greenhouse we spoke about Shibby Beach Club we had I don't know top restaurants I mean yeah, we had some really cool, cool things happening here today um but when we talk about food and we talk about magic, I have got to applaud this person because I want to tell you, I have experienced magical food and we don't have a lot of time. But you hear of a person called Vicky Crease and you hear that, that you, you go to a function and she caters. Uh, and I just think it's a great honor to talk to her. So Vicky Crease, you definitely are the caterer of the year. I don't know. I eat out awards, they don't give it, but I, I've got to give you the caterer of the year. Thank you for joining me. I know we don't have a lot of time. Hello, Alan. You are divine, but, but Vicky, let me just ask you, what makes a phenomenal catering and what are the trends in catering? So catering really, I mean, it follows fashion and lifestyle. And so whatever's in uh, fashion at the moment is going to always transfer, uh, you know, transport itself into food as well. Um, because for me, it's all an all-encompassing experience. So it really is very holistic. Um, foraging is huge. It's big in the restaurant industry. It's massive in catering as well. And what we do at Vicky Creek Catering is, we try and, and emulate all those trends that are happening in restaurants, which is quite unusual because you often find with catering, people are a little bit safer. 
And for me, safety is boring. So I'd always like to kind of push the, the, the envelope what, a little bit and say, and well, what, we're hot and sexy, yeah, so let's do it. Hot and sexy. What are, well, you see, it's interesting because it, you get jelly baby shots, for example, or you get, <laughs> you get starter macaroons that are full Mushroom creme brulee. Mushroom creme brulees. And it's, it's, it's very, which I think is great. You know, when you, when you chat to Peter Templehoff, uh, who's award-winning chef, uh, and he, he's telling you about how fusion food and how people, you must understand we're no longer the days of Information has come into our lives, so our world exactly. is, which is fantastic. So it's well, now we know what's what's happening out there. We we were able yeah, to watch food is, networks. An emerging luxury market in South Africa, particularly in Johannesburg, and people do want what they've seen when they've travelled. They want this impressive food at events, um, so they're asking for it. And and you know certainly we are delivering experiences that are very impressive. People want to be impressed. They want to to talk about it. They to, they're tweeting about it. They're Instagramming about it. And, and I think that's really what the brands are looking for. And, you know, most of our work is corporate, um, with a lot of private work as well. And even there, you see, um, trends like the different textures on a plate, which again, in, in a mass catering environment, you know, the chefs were scared to do. And we're saying as caterers, let's do it. Let's, let's do the different textures. Let's make beautiful, savory soils. Let's do crumbles. Let's yes. do jelly. You know, so really making it cool and happening. Let me ask you an odd question, Vicky. Mm-hmm. We don't have a lot of time, but let me ask you this question. Why isn't that, that the catering industry in Johannesburg seems to be getting it right, but the restaurants aren't? You know, I think that... that I mean, it's, it's a harsh, harsh statement. <laughs> it is a harsh statement. You often find that the, the caterers in Johannesburg are a lot better than, than uh, the restaurants. So there are some good restaurants as well. Of course, they're they also got to find it. Yeah, but I think the catering um, industry is headed up by a lot of really cool people. And I think if they watch what, what the restaurants are doing, they do travel as well. So we, we watch what's happening globally. A lot of the times we actually even set trends. I mean, if you look at the kind of awards we won in mm. the U.S., um, you know, particularly at our company, they, they really are because we innovate, we push the, 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 the envelope, we set new uh, benchmarks, I and mean, we eat really weird food in South Africa, stuff that, you know, others don't have. We love mapani worms, we incorporate it into, you know, a beautiful dust or, you know, that kind yeah. of thing, morocco, all of that. And making it cool and sexy, we need to be current and we need to be local. And well, this is what we're saying. And uh, Vicky Kreese, that is why I really have got to say the Eat Out Awards are coming up. I know that they can't nominate you, but I kind of give it to you. kind of cool. Thank you. Vicky thank Kreese, you. Vicky Kreese Catering, thank you for joining us. And of course, you just look, check online, you can look her up. She's fantastic. Thank you for being with us, Jarekos. Uh, you're great. Um, it's been fun doing this with you. Food, glorious food. And uh, thank you for listening because I've just, it's about opening your minds up to food. And we hope we can do lots more, more things with you. I thank all my very special guests for joining me today. Of course, uh, in between two femmes, maybe my two little fat little titties, maybe. You never know what you're going to get here with me. But hey, it's been really cool. My name is Alan Ford. This is Cliff Central. This is the place where you just download podcasts and we're going to keep you happy all the time. Hope you had a good show. And remember, food, glorious food. Cliffcentral.com.